How do we find the discipline to follow through on our plan? Dear Creative Mind, this is the question we'll explore together in this coaching note. So if you notice yourself getting stuck somewhere in the process of starting or completing your projects, and even if you have a plan, like something is preventing you from taking action on that plan and following through on that roadmap, we're going to try to untangle that knot together. Dear Creative Mind, welcome. This podcast is a space I created for us to explore the depth, textures, and intricacies of our creative mind. My name is Pascal, and I'll be your guide, helping you navigate your rebellious path. I know our creative mind sometimes gets lost in the maze of our imagination or sidetracked by the stories of our inner critic. On this podcast, you'll find grounding meditations to soothe your mind, coaching notes to help you find more focus and flow, and conversations with other creatives to inspire you in the hopes of helping you better understand and take care of your whole creative self. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. Discipline is something we all strive for as creative mind, but we cannot really seem to ever touch so we might be crystal clear on this big picture vision. We might even have a plan to get there, but when it comes to following through on that plan, we get stuck. Maybe we feel lost. Maybe we procrastinate. Maybe we overthink. Maybe we even doubt the plan. And then not much happens. So before we dive into the topic, I really want you to ask yourself how you feel about discipline, how you feel about follow through. What does it mean to you? So maybe you have an image that comes to mind when you think about discipline. So bring it to mind. Just get curious. Get curious about your relationship with discipline. Maybe you want to ask yourself if you consider yourself as someone who's disciplined. So I've been there many times before. Many of my clients did as well. I think we all do as creative minds. And today I really want to share with you some of my personal observations when it comes to discipline and following through on a plan. So I have a few questions for you to reflect on. So if you want to go ahead and pause here, go grab a journal, you can do that. I'm also going to leave these questions in the show notes if ever you want to do that later. But my first reflection for you today is, What if you can't follow the plan because the plan doesn't follow you? So maybe you want to look at the other way around. Maybe you should not invest all your precious energy into following the plan and becoming almost like a slave or a robot. But maybe you should invest your energy into finding how this plan can actually support you, how it can honor you, how it can follow you. So That being said, there's no perfect plan. Plans can be challenging to follow for other reasons that we might get into today. Um, But it might be something to look into. So what are some shifts that you can make to the plan to better suit your needs? What can you do so that the plan follows you and that it becomes easier for you to follow through on it? So just consider that, see what comes up for you. Another reflection I want to offer you today, what if it's not that you cannot do it, 
but is that deep down you don't want to do it. So we're usually wired to move towards pleasure and move away from pain. And pain can look so many different ways. It can be physical or emotional pain. It can be the pain of shame or judgment or guilt or rejection. It can also be the pain of boredom. This is also a form of pain. And I'm not saying that you are not going to have to go through some amount of pain to follow through on your plan because I think it's really important to learn to take action in spite of discomfort. That's how you build resilience. But maybe, maybe (laughs) there's some discomfort that you could eliminate, maybe some unnecessary pain that is included in your in your plan. So that can be the pain of believing you need to struggle. That can be the pain of thinking it needs to be hard, it needs to be complicated. It can be the pain of investing your energy into strategies or tactics that just don't really work for who you are. It can be the pain of giving away your energy and kind of self-sacrificing. These are these are pains that you can work to avoid. Ask yourself if there are any ways that you can make the process a bit more enjoyable, a bit more playful. Because after all, we are creating art and creating art is playful. Creating art is a beautiful thing. It's an honor. It's a privilege. So I want you to treat it as such. So how can you make it feel more like play and a little less like work? Maybe you want to reflect on Any ways you might be forcing yourself to work towards goals that are not super exciting for you, not really interesting or not really inspiring for you. And sometimes we have goals that are necessary, that don't feel exciting, that don't feel inspiring. And we need to go through those goals to make it to bigger goals. Those are necessary, but how can you make them a bit more attractive or fun? So take a moment to see if in your plan there's any way you can make it a bit more playful. My next reflection for you today is, what if you feel overwhelmed because the plan is actually overwhelming? So maybe there's nothing wrong with you, just maybe. Maybe it's not that you're not strong enough. Maybe it's not that you're too anxious, but maybe the plan is just actually overwhelming. Or maybe the way you see the plan is overwhelming. So for example, if you have 50 different steps to get to a goal and you're still at step one, no matter what you do, no matter how you're going to approach it, it will feel a bit stressful because first of the amount of steps to take and, and because you're focused on the amount of steps to take. But also if you're looking, let's say, at step 47 and Right now, you're looking at it from the perspective of you at step one with the knowledge, the skills, the experience that you have right now. It's absolutely normal that step 47 seems impossible to achieve because you're looking at it through the lens of you now at step one with the knowledge and the skills and the experience that you have now. You're not looking at it from the perspective of who you're going to be at step 46. And you can only gain this experience, those lessons, this knowledge by taking step one through 46. So it's always going to feel very challenging to follow through on the plan if you're focused on the top of the mountain. 
And I know you've heard that before, but it's very, very important to remember and to remind ourselves to take the first step and to focus on that step and to really bring all your attention to that step, to be present with that step. Because it's the only way that you can learn what you need to learn to get to step two. So what I mean is, if you're at step one and you focus on step 47, you're going to get stuck at step one because you're not being present to learn what you need to learn. So you can wish to bypass all the steps all you want, but there is a price to pay for that. And I think that price is to keep stuck at a certain point, it's stagnation. You can lay a tentative plan up to step 50. Chances are it's going to change. That's normal. It's a great way to set a direction, but then focus on the step you're in and see how you can break it down into the tiniest, tiniest little action step until it becomes a no-brainer. So let's take a concrete example. If your step is building a website to sell your art. You want to break it down again. So to get there, you're going to need a URL. You're going to need a hosting platform. You're going to need to choose a template. You're going to need to decide on a structure for the websites, like how many pages. You're going to have to write those pages. You're going to have to take pictures, maybe schedule a photo shoot. So if you break it down into those tiny little action steps, it's easier to to get them done. And I think you'll get there faster than if you just focus on building a website to sell your art because it's, it's way too vague. So something to think about. Just remind yourself how important it is to stay present with the step you're in and to really learn what you have to learn in this step so that it becomes easier to get to step two, three, four, five, and six with a bit more ease and simplicity. And my last reflection for you today is, do you have a plan B? Do you have a plan for when plan A doesn't go according to plan? So if at any point, for any reason, the initial plan that we had doesn't work for us anymore, but we don't know what to do, like what else can we do if this doesn't work out? It's normal to get stuck there. And honestly, plans are amazing. I love planning. I love structure. It sets a direction, it helps you find some focus and clarity, but they never really go according to plan. So I want you to get a plan B too. And with that plan B, I want you to answer all of your what if questions. So what if it fails? What if this strategy doesn't work out? What if I only have one buyer for this collection? So see how you can actually answer those questions and find a plan B. For each of those what ifs, you can answer by Well, if this scenario happens, if I only have one buyer, if this strategy doesn't work, then I will, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You can find another way to get there. But knowing in advance that you have a plan B, that there are other solutions, it's easier to follow through on the plan and not get stuck at some point. So I really want you to support yourself here. And speaking about support, Don't forget to add a support and self-care portion to your plan. Having that plan is one way to support yourself because it clarifies what needs to happen step by step. It keeps you focused, but you also want to support yourself in taking action on those steps because as you take action, 
you might realize that some stories, some beliefs are going to pop up. The inner critic is going to show up. You're going to have to go through some adaptation. You're going to have to kind of overcome some obstacles and navigate some challenges. So you want to support yourself in advance here. And I think it's as important, if not more important, to have that self-care plan in place than the actual uh, action plan. So for example, if you know that usually you get anxious, what are some ways you can self-soothe when that happens? If you tend to lose momentum quickly, well, what are some ways that you can support yourself in sustaining it? If you know you are someone who says yes to every project and everyone, and then you end up depleting your energy without even realizing it, what are some boundaries that you can set in advance for yourself? Or maybe you tend to lose focus and you end up working on other projects. That's my case. I start with something that I'm super passionate about and then I have all those other ideas and then I kind of sidetrack myself. So if that's the case for you too, what are some boundaries that you can set around that? What are some boundaries you can set with yourself? So for example, in my planning, I have my plan, I have my self-care plan, but I also have a like, this is not the plan plan. So like, this is not the focus of the season. So some boundaries around things that I should not be focusing my energy on or, or some boundaries around, well, you can dream and brainstorm about those projects in that specific, you know, schedule. Like, for example, it could be one Friday afternoon a month where I just, you know, let my imagination run wild. And I know this is a moment that is already scheduled so I can whenever I have an idea I know that I can actually tell myself well you know what we're gonna think about it and dream about it when the time comes when that Friday morning comes and I can refocus my energy so these are a few reflections for you today just to bring awareness to things you may have not considered when it comes to discipline and following through I wanted to just bring to your attention some other things that could come into play when it comes to having that discipline to follow through on a plan. And of course, it is the case with pretty much anything, any place where you may feel stuck or you may feel resistance. It might have to do with a story, a belief, a pattern that gets in the way of following through. And this is something we can work on together one-on-one through coaching. But I want you to start here today and just consider everything we've just talked about. And one last thought for you before we wrap up this conversation. Having a plan can give us the illusion of control. We might stay stuck in the planning portion because taking action on it will bring us out of our comfort zone and into the unknown. So you may want to investigate your need for control here. Maybe you want to explore what you can actually control. So just some food for thought here. I hope this episode served you well today. If it did, I would be forever grateful if you could leave a rating or a review on any podcast platform or share it with a friend that might find it useful. Thank you so much for sharing this conversation with me. I would love to hear from you and know what came up for you when you were listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll speak soon. Thank you for having this conversation or meditation with me today. And because it is a conversation, you're always welcome to reach out and let me know what came up for you. 
If this episode felt supportive, please share it with a friend and take a quick minute to leave a rating and a review. It means the world to me when you support the podcast. And if you're curious about working with me as your private coach, you can learn more at DearCreativeMind.com. That's also where you can find more resources to support you and also join our monthly gathering, The Creative Playground. Thank you so much for being here today and we'll speak again very soon.